0: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. 3G's Nights on Broadway. Broadway, Joe Namath. Joe Willie said to join me here momentarily. And then Sid Rosenberg, exclusive, the attorney for the heroic Marine. And I do call him a hero. Sorry, Jordan nearly died. I really am. Said that on television. But what he did was heroic. More New Yorkers need to do it. Still charged with manslaughter. Daniel Penny, his attorney, Tom Kniff, coming on with me. Just me, exclusively coming up. After Namath, what a show already. I mean, even Lou Ruffino, who's been around the all-time best, is is floored by what we've done this week. I President even, Trump. I can't right? sit still. You really can't. Artie Idalla, Curtis Sleewa, Joseph Takapina, Nicole Takis, Academy Award-winning actor John Boyd, Rudy Giuliani, and Scott so far. with Joe Namath and Kenev Still to Come. I know you spoke to Jessica, Joe's daughter, and he's supposed to be calling, so... Yeah. How long does it take to dial the pony? I know his well, knees aren't uh, great, but what about his fingers?
1: I ask that question um, several times a week, actually. <laughs> yeah. How long does it take for people to just
0: right? I mean, you just spoke off. to Jessica seconds ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The schedule is out. The Jets, the Aaron Rodgers era, begins on nine eleven Monday Night Football. The Jets and division rival. And I believe uh, these are the two best teams inside the AFC East. Pats have gone backwards. Miami, you just don't know with that quarterback. I think it's the Jets and the Bills. And they'll go head-to-head, 9-11 Monday Night Football. The night before, also primetime, Sunday night, the Giants start their season against their rival inside their division, the Dallas Cowboys. The whole schedule is out today, but Jets and Bills, AFC East rivalry, Monday night, 9-11, Giants and Cowboys, NFC East rivalry, Sunday night on the 10th. You know, the Giants played a Monday night football game on the 10th in 2001. And they had just come off an embarrassing Super Bowl loss, my late great dear friend Jim Fossil, to the Baltimore Ravens. And they opened the very next season... Monday Night Football, September the 10th against Brian Greasy and the Denver Broncos, and they got blown out. And that didn't matter the next morning because the very next morning was 9-11. And you heard the story before that when the Giants landed at Newark Airport, Fossil told me this every year till he passed away last year. The plane taxied and pulled up right next to United Flight 93, As that plane was taking off, and that was the plane that crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Wow. Eerie, right? Right next to that plane. They had no idea. They had no idea. And Foss would always tell the story that he would go to work, and there's a parking lot right by Giant Stadium, whatever it's called now, MetLife. And all these Jersey folks would park their cars there in the morning, take public transportation to work in New York City and get in their cars and come home at night. So when Jim got to the office at the stadium 6 o'clock in the morning, there were very few cars there, except after 9-11. All those cars never left because those people were dead. And he said he would just stare at the parking lot every day and cry. So we're coming up, believe it or not, on 22 years already. 9-11, which is uh, right around the corner. And that's why we're proud of the work we do every Wednesday with Frank Siller and Tunnel to Towers. But here he is, Super Bowl-winning quarterback, in my opinion, the most influential player ever to play the game because he brought the AFL to the NFL. And most importantly, a dear friend of mine for the better part of 25 years, the great Joe Namath. What up, brother?
1: <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that's a lot said there, and uh bring back a lot of memories, dude. Thank you.
0: That's uh, all true. You're just going back to those days with Mike Levy and you and Schmidt, and the days at CBS Sports Line and Cypress Creek Road in Fort Lauderdale circa 1998. And you were so great to me and my partner at the time, Scott Kaplan. And I know he still talks to you. He's down in San Diego. I'm here in New York, and You've maintained this friendship, and you don't have to. I mean, you're freaking Joe Namath, but uh, that's the type of person you are, and that's why to this day, Joe, to this day, and that Super Bowl was, you know, 50-plus years ago, people still love you here because that's the type of guy you are.
1: Well, uh, I I feel good about uh, visiting with folks, you know. I think everything starts at home, and respect uh, for others is basic and I treat everyone as best as I can like I want them to treat my family and uh I'm thrilled and honored uh, that I've led the kind of life or have the kind of life that the good Lord has blessed yeah. me with. Yes. And you know yep. when we talk about Super Bowl said and a national championship football uh, it's a team effort. Yeah, I was fortunate to have uh outstanding teammates, man, and coaches and uh, you know the the big game of life. Hell, that, that's team too. You know we need to do the right thing together in this big game going on.
0: And they did. I mean, you look at the other guys. You know, you won the MVP. I was okay with that. But certainly, Matt Snell had a huge game that day. George Sauer had a huge game that day. Your defense picking off those Colt quarterbacks. So, really, that day specifically, that Super Bowl three win, that really was a tremendous team effort.
1: There was a tremendous team effort, and you're right about Matt Snell especially. I thought he should have been the MVP, my personal opinion, but that didn't matter much, you know. But cause Matt, uh, he, he carried that rock, boy. And, well, our offensive line did a heck of a job, too, against uh, the best defense, uh, supposedly, in, in the league, and the league's history. The Colts were just uh, a wonderful football team, but... That day was our day. We played better than they did, and uh, it was the first AFL victory, as you well know, over the NFL in the in the championship game. So, uh, thanks for bringing the memories back. Ah,
0: uh, you're welcome. And of course, that was that, that really paved the way for the AFL to join the NFL. That's why I still call you the most influential figure, not just a Hall of Fame great player. Whether it's Tuscaloosa or New York, uh, you really brought the AFL to the NFL. And that brings us to this day, Joe. You know, since you're gone, we've had three quarterbacks get very close. Richard Todd, one game away. Vinny Testaverde, one game away. Twice, Mark Sanchez, one game away. But no quarterback since you has played in a Super Bowl for the Jets. And, you know, they got put five years ago when Jet fans got excited. But I don't remember the base this excited about a quarterback, as they are now with Aaron Rodgers. Do you feel the same way?
1: Yes. Yes, I sure do. Uh, Aaron has uh, played so beautifully over the 18 years. uh, What is this? He's going into his 19th season or 20th?
0: I believe 20th. He's going to be 40 years old,
1: Yeah, and uh, I've said this before. I marvel at the way the guy has played. I mean, I watch him – I have a good eye for, for football and for players and what they're doing on the field. And I've seen him do things on the field that have been spectacular and he's able to adjust so many times. He uh, he makes the people around him a lot better. He's going to make that jet offensive line a lot better too. And uh, the receivers, uh, Lady Luck said, Lady Luck and injuries. <laughs> uh, that, yep. That's the thing with Lady Luck. I, I Sometimes she doesn't smile on a team uh, when it comes to injuries. If the Jets can stay healthy with Aaron uh, being there, man, uh, I I know they're going to give a good run for the playoffs.
0: I think so, too. And I thought uh, your gesture, Joe, was so sweet when Aaron finally was traded to the Jets and you said, hey, listen, man, you could wear my number 12, which – I don't think any jet should ever wear that. That's just my opinion. And I'm a giant fan, but I still think that number should be put away forever. But you were so kind, and I thought it was really respectful, very respectful out of Aaron Rodgers when he said, nah, I'm going to wear my college number. That number belongs to Joe Namath. And I think you got broken up over that, yes?
1: I I, I was – uh, and that was that was a great uh, show of uh, respect for the game. Uh, Aaron's a class act. You know, let me put it that way. He knows what he's doing. If it, 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 he's not, uh, it's not his first time getting around the block. And uh, he uh, he treats teammates and people in in a fine fashion, from what I know, yeah. from what I've heard also. And uh, yeah, I, I, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, you know, that had been done, Sid. I uh, I. I did some research. There were two times uh, in the NFL because it wasn't for me to say, hey, uh, you can't wear that number. You know, we have Mr. Johnson and Chris, uh, Woody and Chris, uh new franchise. I didn't know whether uh, they'd make the change or not. I didn't know what the NFL rules were. But uh, it happened twice with once with Steve Largent out in uh, Seattle and uh Jerry Rice got to the team. Steve Largent's number eighty was retired, but Steve uh, uh said Jerry Rice, yeah, of course. You, mm. you keep you you can play with that number. And right. also Kelly Topeka was a quarterback uh for the Denver Broncos. And when Peyton Manning went out to uh Denver, uh he called the Tropeka family. Kelly wasn't still with us, but uh they gave the blessing for uh, Peyton to go ahead and wear that number 18 that he'd been wearing. You wow. know. yeah. So uh, those two instances, it has happened and uh, in a respectful fashion. Uh, uh, and that's the way I felt about Aaron. I, this goes back to whenever Aaron and Brady both were being talked about. Tom hadn't retired yet. And uh, the Jets were talking about uh, making a move. And, uh, of course, man, our Jet fans, we've been <laughs> – We've been biting it a bit hard, man. It's been a long time since uh we won a championship and, and even made the playoffs in recent history, yeah so yeah. uh uh Aaron's picked up a whole lot of people in, uh, <laughs> yes. in Jersey and New York, and we're excited. And, Big game coming up with the Giants, too.
0: Yes. We actually go head-to-head during the regular season in October. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you, you know, last year the Jets were seemingly on their way to the playoffs. They were like 7-4, and and Mike White was in, and Garrett Wilson was making big plays, but... Uh, two more, we'll let you run, Joe. I love you to pieces. I really do. This kid, Zach Wilson, he was going to be the future. They took him number two overall a couple of years ago, and clearly now he's not the future. He's not off the team, and maybe he learns from Aaron. Maybe he gets a shot with the Jets or somebody else one day. But if you're Zach Wilson showing up for work knowing full well, now you're really not going to play. How does that go for Zach.
1: You don't show up for work knowing you're not going to play, first of all. You're showing up for work to be ready to play. You're showing up for work to step right out there. In a, in a split second, in a minute, whatever, you're going to be on the field sometime. Uh, that's the way you got to look at it. You owe it not just to yourself. You owe it to all those guys you're working with to practice as hard, study as hard as as you would, as you could as a starter. Uh, you can step in at any time. and. I haven't met Zach, but uh, I can only uh, uh, believe that Coach Sala, who's done one heck of a job with that group, that whole team, uh, knows what they're doing. And now Hackett in there, uh, he's going to do the kind of things that uh, if Zach plays, he's going to do what Zach can do best. And, uh, of course, Aaron does everything well. So Zach he has a future. His footwork, he's got uh, quick feet. Uh, he has a reasonably st- strong arm, and his accuracy uh, could be improved. Yeah. Mean, all of us like to throw a strike every time, yeah. you know? Yeah, But uh, I wouldn't count Zach out. And, and like you say, what's he going to do? He's going to prepare like he's going to play every single day because Aaron, the coaches, it. they're not going to let him get away with, uh, without the right attitude.
0: And you're right, and so many teams now force to use two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks because defenses are so strong and these players are so fast and strong these days. Aaron has been relatively healthy like Eli Manning was his whole career, but at this age you just don't know. So on the way out, Joe Namath, in the last 60 seconds, I know Joe Beningo is listening right now. Lots of Jet faithful are listening right now. What is the great Joe Namath's message to Jet fans for this upcoming 2023 season?
1: We're going out trying to win every single game, man, starting one at a time. Opening day with those Buffalo Bills coming into town, we're going to be ready, and we're going to take them out that day. And then we're going to take the next week. We're going to work hard and uh, try to bring that championship, try to bring that division title, first of all, back to to New Jersey, New York, where it belongs.
0: I love it. Are you going to be there, that uh, 9-11 game against the Bills?
1: I don't know. You know, uh, I take it a day at a time, and uh, I talk to God a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh. It's in his hands. You know, we'll yeah. see what happens.
0: All right. Well, hey, give me God's number. I want to book him after you, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can use any number.
0: <laughs> and your daughter Jessica's great, too, uh, Joe, as we've known for many years. She really is terrific, and you're the best, Joe Namath. Thank you, as always, for being so good to me my childhood hero, and uh, still a great friend to this day. Thank you so much, Joe Namath.
1: Thank you, Sid. You're a treat, buddy.
0: You too. God bless you. Joe Namath, there he is, all-time great Joe Namath.